What's brewing, ATX? Welcome back to another episode. I'm Ian Grossman, along with my co-hosts, Greg Carlson and Jonathan Ratcliffe. What's up? Howdy. How are you guys doing today? I'm fired up. Jonathan? I'm fired up, too. Got to match Greg's intensity level. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) We are pumped for today's episode. We've got a great visitor, Mr. Brett Essler. Thanks for having me, y'all. Appreciate it. Absolutely. He is a bartender, one of the best bartenders in Austin. Which we'll learn a little bit more about soon. We will, uh, over at Whistler's. And he's going to be making some Deep Eddy Ruby Red cocktails for us on the show live. He, he's going to give us his, his recipe so that listeners at home can make the same cocktail to enjoy this spring or summer. Boy, am I thirsty. <laughs> if you're thirsty, we got a good one for you. Um, stay tuned for the end of the episode where we'll discuss our weekly brew. You'll see where Austin falls on the U.S. News and World Report's latest ranking of best places to live in the United States. And always be sure to follow us on Instagram, at What's Brewing ATX. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And give us that five-star rating. Five stars. Let us know if you have suggestions on topics or guests, or if you'd like to be a guest. We love having interviews with people from all over Austin. Um... Yeah, we're pumped for today's episode. Again, we're drinking Deep Eddy Ruby Red, and Jonathan's going to tell us a little bit about the Deep Eddy Distillery. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Deep Eddy Vodka, located at 2250 East Highway 290, Dripping Springs. Another Dripping Springs location. We've had a few of the, the breweries out there. This is our first time with a vodka on the show, so... They must have good potatoes out in Dripping Springs. Uh, they must. They do. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm curious to see what a podcast, how it goes with, with vodka, because beer, you know, you can sip on. We've been pretty tame so far. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyhow, Deep Eddie started in 2010, inspired by the oldest swimming hole in Austin, Texas, as we have learned that it is a natural swimming pool, although it looks like a real swimming pool. It's lined like a real swimming pool. However, it has... Natural spring water. I know what you were thinking, Greg. You were wondering all those things. I was. How'd you know? <laughs> I've never personally been. I have been to Barton Springs. I hear it's similar, yet quite different. Right? Do they take water from the pool to make the vodka? They do not. Okay. It has nothing to do with the all right. The swimming hole. That's okay. But inspired mm-hmm. by the name. Mm-hmm. So, Deep Eddy Vodka's, I guess their their motto is to... Not take themselves too seriously. Uh, the purpose is to just bring people together and have a good time. And you can either make an elaborate concoction with their liquor options or pour it over some ice and slap some soda in it. It's up to you. Use your choice. Would you call today's cocktail, is it going to be elaborate or is it pretty? No, no. It's pretty simple. Super easy to replicate at home and all that good stuff. Okay. Beautiful. Cool. Wow. Um, some of the options they have, peach, cranberry, lemon, the original, of course. Ruby Red, as we will feature today. Orange and Sweet Tea. Have you guys tried any of these? Some of them. Ruby Red. I've tried Lemon and Ruby Red and Peach. So the others, I don't know what they're like, but Ruby Red is damn good. So we will talk more about that shortly today. Again, our guest is Brett Essler, and he will make a delicious cocktail right in front of us live right here on the show. Um... 
with the ruby red that is distilled ten times and wait for it, gluten free. For all those who were so concerned with that option. For everyone in Austin. <laughs> no. Every girl in Austin. Uh, cool. So Brett, tell us tell us about your story. Uh you want to go with Brett Essler. Well, let's see. So I've been bartending over at Whistler's over on the east side for five years now. Just hit my five-year anniversary Whoa. in February. Um, I've been bartending probably closer to seven years, maybe, something like that. Started out in Arizona at a really high-end resort and spa called The Sanctuary on Camelback Mountain. Nice. Uh, I was legitimately a server's assistant, just glorified busboy. Um Bussing, bussing tables. Isn't, isn't that where a lot of bartenders start? Uh, you have to kind of bus and learn that. Yeah, yes and no. Not always. Uh, I think it's it's better starting off from yeah. from like a server's assistant, busboy position, because you're going to learn every single position in the restaurant essentially, minus some of like the higher end stuff. Um, but yeah, I was literally bussing tables with a college degree at 22, 21, 22 years old. Um, eventually worked my way up to pool bartender. Can I stop uh, you real quick? You yep. said a college degree. You went to a very prestigious college, correct? The <laughs> University of Arizona. That's what I thought. In Tucson. Yes, sir. He's a smart guy. We both went to Arizona. He and also went there. And High were... standards to get in. Oh, so tough. High standards to graduate. Not a party school. So you guys are in the presence of... <laughs> Greatness. High academic greatness. But yeah, so I just worked my way up from uh, a busboy back in the day to uh, bar backing to pool bartender to AM bartender to PM bartender. Nice. Uh, eventually left the sanctuary and went to work with this dude, um, Kevin Binkley, out in Kevin. Arizona. And uh, he's a James Beard nominated chef. Okay. Chef Southwest sort of thing. Uh, helped him open up a spot and then moved out this way just over five years ago, back in 2014. What brought you in Austin? Uh, chased a gal out this way right. as a thing. Just to go. Nope. Oh. <laughs> lost her. Lost her. Still, still chasing or just lost her? Pretty state. going to the woods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Greg chased a gal this way as well. Yeah. Lost her. Yeah. <laughs> gone i haven't seen her in a while have you uh, no heard she no. lives on the east side maybe <laughs> so. but austin will do that to you it'll it'll oh, yeah. hook you suck you in it'll keep you and it'll keep you here yeah definitely mm. no it's great it's great out here it's fun bartending and what tough what hours yeah can you tell us more about whistler and yeah where it is and why yeah so whistlers is uh i want to say a little over six years old now yeah. um we're over on the east side on east 6th six inch of cone uh 1816 east 6th street for those of you that want an address uh we're considered to be a high volume cocktail bar okay. so we utilize all fresh ingredients make in-house syrups um, you know strawberry basil syrups or vanilla curry syrups you name it shrubs all that good Dang. stuff Really um, but we get we get incredibly busy on the weekends. Yeah, I mean we'll have we got on busy Friday Saturday night. We can have something like fifteen hundred plus people through the doors between wow. two p.m. and two a.m. Wow. So wow, do you it have can get a little rowdy. One main bar, two separate bars. Don't you have like we have, a yeah we have style? one. So we have, essentially we have three bars. We have one main bar that's open every day of the week. We have a second bar that will open up on Friday Saturdays. It's the garage bar, kind of mm. like a cool. semi indoor semi outdoor. Uh, type bar, two garage doors that open up. 
And then we have a mescaleria that's upstairs, uh, Friday, Saturday nights from 7, 7.30ish to close. I want to say we probably have about 160 to 170 different mezcals, what? satols, uh, ricias, wow. all sorts of stuff up there. No mixers, no bullshit, just sipping on it neat as intended. If you if you've never been to Whistler, so like the fun. building, it's a it's an old old building. Super old. Uh, they say it was built in 1917. Um, started off as a granary, okay. So just grain storage of some sort, and. Uh, Man, before Whistler's, it was a place called Rabbits. So if you ever pop into Whistler's, you'll see rabbits everywhere. On the menu, oh. taxidermy rabbits, on oh. the walls outside. Yeah, I did notice uh, that. I didn't know that was. So it was a little Chicano dive bar called Rabbits for like 40 to 45 years before wow. us. Just an east side staple. Mm. Um, there was a second floor, which we had knocked out, which you'll notice if you guys have been or, or venture in. Um, but there was a lot done. Uh, I guess a lot of the Tejano politicians back in the day would pop in there all the time and huh. have their little meetings and stuff like that. And then I want to say we took over in the summer of 2013, I believe-ish. So right before you moved here. Give or take a few months, yeah. So I joined the squad probably six to eight months after they opened. Nice. And have been there since. Very cool. So I had a hand in bartending right when I got out of college and yeah. right before I got into real estate. Nice. And my bartending was downtown, 36th Street, Ooh, yeah. or some, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. some Jack vodka and sodas. So what is the difference between a bar like that? A quick, you know, you don't need to have all these crazy ingredients to a cocktail bar like yours. Give us kind of the, the difference there. Uh, I mean, it's it's fairly drastic you know you, you go down to 36th and you're able to get like two dollar well drinks um so they're not using the uh the highest quality of ingredients or product so to speak mm-hmm. you know they're going to be used if if that's the place you don't necessarily want to order a drink when you go down to 36 you know what i mean you get a vodka soda get a gin and tonic you don't necessarily want to go down and, and grab a uh you know Old-fashioned. <laughs> Mind-blowing, old-fashioned, or margarita. Um, they're just not going to have the proper ingredients to do it. Yeah, they don't ever have, like, even mojito. Like, oh, we don't have mint. Yeah, they won't have fresh mint. They're not going to have fresh lime juice. Um, that's probably the number one, easily one of the biggest things between a cocktail bar and just your average, you know, dive. Fresh, uh, fresh, fresh ingredients, fresh juices. That's that's the easiest thing you can do at home to, like, up your, your cocktail game. Okay. Take the extra five, ten minutes and get a hand juicer. Uh... Freshly squeeze your lime juice, freshly squeeze your lemon juice. It'll make a world of a difference in all your cocktails. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that's one of the biggest things um, with the difference between those two types of bars is, is the ingredients and the quality of product being used. You know, we have all premium wells at, at Whistler's. You're going to be using Reka Vodka and El Silencio Mezcal. Uh, those are, you know, $30, $35 at the store. That's, that's an expensive yeah. well vodka or well mezcal to be using and stuff like that. And a mezcal is... is for those who don't know, it's just like a smoky tequila, right? In 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 a layman's terms, yeah. Um, so all tequila is mezcal, not the other way around. So any single tequila or any time you've ever had tequila in your life, you've already had mezcal. Okay. Um, because tequila is just a type of mezcal. It's an agave distilled spirit. But tequila comes from one specific agave varietal, whereas mezcal can come from... The same, the same variety, like the Blue Weber varietal that tequila is made out of. You can, you can have that with mezcal, but you can also have, 
you know, 200 other different varietals of agave huh. that mezcal can come from. So mezcal is that overarching category. Huh. So it's the opposite. Yeah, with tequila being beneath that. Just like uh, just like all rye, all rye whiskeys are, are whiskeys every yeah. single time. But yeah. not all whiskeys you have are going to be a rye whiskey. Same exact thing with tequila and mezcal. So when you think of a mezcal, though, it doesn't normally flavor have flavor like, profile. You're going to get a lot of smoke for sure, okay. and that's why you hear people say like a smoky tequila, smoky. Because, yeah, yeah, because they're obviously related, um, but they can be very similar. I mean, they're all over the place, like wine. Uh, you can smoke is going to be that 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 main uh, key signature characteristic of it. Gotcha. But not all mezcal is super smoky. Correct. So it just depends. Ian, you look thirsty. That's true. You look parched. I just had Cock- Chipotle's, and they're so salty. I'm serious. I think it's cocktail time. Should we get this cocktail yeah, before absolutely. we go any further? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So, so Sometimes we forget to, to start drinking. Yeah, we got to get this going. <laughs> podcast going to be over. Let's do uh, this. So super, super simple drink. Yeah. Uh, there's no name for it. It's just kind of a uh, grapefruit vodka Collins, if you if you will, if you want to put a name on it. Like so, a Tom Collins? Yeah, exactly. Like a John Collins or a Tom Collins using Tom gin, yeah. a vodka Collins mm. being vodka. Um, fairly self-explanatory when it comes to that. But let's see. So let's get down to it. Uh, I'm going to be making four cocktails, seeing as there's four of us here right now. Um, I'm going to mention off the specs for you to make at home for a single cocktail because when I'm making them in each tin, I'm going to double those those specs. Okay, so right. for a single cocktail at home, you want an ounce and a half of simple syrup. Because there's four of us, I'm doing an ounce and a half. And I'm always going to start off with my cheapest ingredients first. Simple lemon if I fuck up. I'm not throwing out expensive precious oh. booze. That's a, that's, that's a tip trick? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because you're inevitably going to mess up at home. Yeah. And you don't want to get rid of all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, if you put you, two ounces of if this. If I put the vodka in first and I mess up, Boom, game over. I just wasted uh, four ounces of precious booze. Uh, So individual serving, I'm now going to do 0.75 ounces of fresh squeezed lemon juice. What we were talking about, that that fresh ingredients to just kind of elevate your cocktail game at home. Do you guys have a machine that does all that? No, just us humans. I mean, there's a a sun-kissed juicer, but, you know, you need need your arms to to make Mm. it work. So on to the good stuff. We are going to one serving of this cocktail is going to be an ounce and a half of Deep Eddy Ruby Red Vodka. Okay. I'm going to be doing three ounces in each tin. You got to be good at math to be a bartender. Uh, take it till you make it. Yeah, I was horrible. I literally, the first when I first started, I had top 50 drinks, and I would just put it up on my phone, and then people would ask for something, but like, no clue what that is, so just go look oh, just and then look make it. it. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> And if you're listening, we have a whole spread here. We've got Topo Chico's. We've got glasses. What is this? Just called a shaker? Uh, I'm using a Boston shaker, Boston but it's tin shaker. on tin. Uh, traditional Boston shaker is going to be tin on a pint glass. Okay. But because we're so high volume these days, it's they're lighter. They get cold. The cocktail gets colder quicker, so we use, nice. we use tin wow. on tin. Um, I'm going to add a pinch of salt to both of these. Mm. Uh, just like chefs use salt. Bartenders utilize salt, saline solution, all that stuff all the time. It's just going to kind of make your your cocktail pop uh, be a little bit brighter. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're going to throw some some ice into these <laughs> into these tins. You might get a little clanky here. So how many cubes? I always get caught up on this. Is there a rule of how many cubes of ice 
Uh, it really depends on the quality of your ice that you're using. At home, you're not going to be using the best ice in the world. You just want to fill up your the lower half of your shaker tin to the top. Seal on these bad boys. Give it a little pound. Let me see. Alright, that one. Let that chill for a minute. Alright, now we're gonna strain these into our glassware. Brett, Brett shaking those just drew a crowd to the window. <laughs> people people heard the shaker. Through the walls. Now, do you typically put ice in the drink, or that should make it cold enough? Ice will, it depends on the cocktail. Um, we're serving, because this is a summertime cocktail and it's hot as balls here in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Uh, nice and humid. We're going to let this sit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to let this sit on ice. Okay. So. Fill the, you just want to strain them equally into each glass. Hit it with some ice. More you. Oh no, we're good. I, I can use. Uh, is there ice oh yeah, he's nice. Boom. So, just as a quick recap, even though we're not quite done, 1.5 ounce simple syrup. Uh, for two cocktails, yeah. For two. So for an individual, so for an in individual spec specs on this, I'm gonna do 1.5 ounces of the Deep Eddy Ruby Red Vodka. Okay. And then I'm gonna do 0.75 ounces each of fresh lemon juice and simple syrup. I'm gonna do a pinch of salt, and then we're gonna top this bad boy off with Topo Chico, and then um, a, uh, we'll hit it with some lemon oil from the lemon peel as nice. a garnish. Cool. So we've got. Our ice loaded in, we'll top it off with Topo. This is incredible. It is. It looks beautiful too. It's, it's, a lot, it's a lot more complicated than cracking open a beer, but I think it'll be worth Slightly. it. We're adding some class to our, our <laughs> we show are. today. What's classy, ATX? <laughs> That's <laughs> the new name. Alright. And then, so we got the Topo Chico poured up and a quick yeah. lemon garnish. Uh, let's see, is my backpack over there? Oh, I have it right here. Just grab, grab a bar spoon. And then with all this Topo, everything's now ready to go in the glass. I'm going to give it a quick spin of the old bar spoon just to kind of integrate all of that. Otherwise, you're going to see the Topo Chico sitting at the top of the glass. Okay. And your first sip's not going to be as tasty as the last. Is this, a drink, is this a drink people will, like would order at Whistler? Obviously, it's not on the menu. But. Uh, this isn't necessarily something that people order. I mean, you're going to get a ruby red and soda with lime okay. all day long. Yeah. Uh, super popular, super quenching. Um, here, pass these bad boys out. Thank you. And I gotta um, say too, for the listeners that can't see, they're all extremely evenly poured. They're perfect. Yes. yes. The colors are exactly the same. It's like you've done this before. <laughs> On my first rodeo. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, Cheers, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Very refreshing. Wow. Yeah, it goes mm. down real easy. That's good. Real fast, real that easy. That's a good, hot ass drink. Yeah. <laughs> Hot as balls drink, as you 
Yeah, I mean, you can get crazy with it. You can, if you have like a chili tincture at home, you want to steep, you know, jalapenos or serranos into say 151 for like a week. Strain all the, the chili and the seeds out. And then just throw, throw a few dashes of that into this, and then you've got a spicy grapefruit yes. columns or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Just wow. dashes, not a few dashes. Yeah, yeah okay. depending on how crazy you are, you know. Wow. So, but yeah, that goes so, down really easily. Oh, that's good. Too easy. Good stuff. Cool. So that's a perfect segue into bartender of the year category that you are potentially. You know, yeah. So under, I actually so? find out. Uh, I find out tomorrow. Um, How do you get nominated for that? What's yeah. the? I'm not even entirely sure. I just know it's a it's a panel of industry peers. So whether it's uh, top chefs in Austin, um, bar owners, uh, bar managers, bartenders, um, spirits writers. So this is uh, this specific one is for Culture Map ATX. Okay. So Culture Map is just one of those websites similar to like a Eater or yeah. something along those lines uh, that covers food, beverage, just culture of each individual city wherever they're at. So this is the second time. It's the, it's the Culture Map Tastemaker Awards is what they call it. They hold it every year to highlight all the top food and beverage talent in Austin and San Antonio. So nice. uh, you've got categories, Bartender of the Year, uh, Chef of the Year, Restaurant of the Year, Best pastry chef of the year, um, that that sort of deal. Best bar of the year. Can you give us any that. examples of maybe ones in the past that have won it? Like, oh, off the top of my head, it's hard to say. Um, last year, for example, bartender of the year. So I've, this is my my second year in a row being nominated. And last year, Aaron um, Aaron Ashford, I believe, is her last name from Olame, won it. Just okay. really really rad bartender up at a really rad restaurant. Um, so if you guys get a chance, definitely go see her up there. Super talented. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't been to Olamay yet. I want to say it's northwest of downtown, maybe okay. something like that. Look it up. Um, but so bartender of the year, I'm up for it again, second year in a row. Super pumped about that. That's awesome. Definitely doesn't hurt anything. And I'll find out tomorrow who who wins it. Uh, there's a bunch of really other awesome bartenders that are up as well. Mm -hmm. So. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So maybe before we get this thing even posted, we'll hear. Yeah, I'll know that, tomorrow. That'll have to be the. I'll know tomorrow night. The description in our. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, cool. Congrats on that. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. Thank you. For it to be anything of the year in a city, especially one yeah. that's filled with cocktails and food, like that's pretty awesome. So. Yeah, so bar bar of the year possible Whistlers tomorrow. We'll oh, see. Oh, so really? We're up. We're up for Full two tag team two deal. categories. Yeah, this year. So we'll see. We'll see if we can't snag one of them. Really cool. So, at Whistlers, then what's what's your favorite cocktail to make? If if or I'm Ooh. sure you do. Uh, it depends. Ones. It totally depends. I mean, if it's uh, if it's Friday night at eleven forty five p.m. and I'm four deep at the bar, That's five deep at the bar. Yeah. I mean, popping that that Hans Pills or that Fire Eagle IPA we have for sure all night long. Um, if it's not crazy busy, um, it's always fun to make our old fashioned. It's our number one seller at yeah. the bar. We sold something crazy like uh, eighty two thousand last year. Jeez, eighty two thousand old fashioned. Yeah, right, right around, right I've around had, that area. I've had two of them in one yeah. session, so I can yeah. See that. So that's that's always fun. Um, 
especially when you're using, sometimes you'll be using a whiskey that's not everybody's preference. And like, oh, I don't really want that. But then you make that old fashioned with that whiskey that they don't like. And they're like, holy shit, that's good. Hey. I didn't know that, uh, I didn't know that was possible. Nice. So I'd say that's probably, that's, uh, that's up there with, you know, something that's kind of fun when we're not getting crushed. So, so if I go to, um, if I, if I go to Whistler's and ask for an old fashioned, say, yeah. You pick the whiskey? Is that it? Uh, you can. We have a. We just have our household fashion. Okay. So our household fashion, like our Whistler's old fashion that we sell, you know, tens of thousands of every year. Uh, we're now utilizing wild turkey bourbon. Nice. Uh, we use a little bit of turbinado syrup. A lot of people don't know what that is. It's just a raw sugar. So instead of using like a clear, refined white sugar for simple syrup that turns out clear, you're using either like a turbinado or like a Demerara, which is a raw sugar. Okay. So it's gonna be like a brown simple syrup. Yep. Adds a little bit of complexity to the cocktail. Sugar in the raw. Yeah, so our old, old fashioned is what we're known for, but just uh, interesting and fresh drinks. That's awesome. Have you guys all been there? You've obviously been oh, multiple yeah. times. Several you've times. Been, yeah. You've been too? Mm-hmm. Nice. I've not been up oh, yeah. to the Mezcal, okay. so I need to check that out. Yeah, you'll have yeah. to make it up there. I'm up there on Saturday, I think, so. All right, well, maybe Saturday. If you guys aren't doing shit. So let's talk a little bit about bar etiquette, shall we? I want to know. Let's do it. What, what you, what, one, uh, absolute don't do this when you're talking, wait for a bartender. Chill. Uh, yeah. One, absolutely do yeah. not or two. do. Or two. Or two. <laughs> yeah. uh, snapping or waving money at oh, a bartender yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely do not do that's your quickest way to uh, to not get a drink <laughs> y'all see us is what you're saying you see us uh, oh yeah absolutely we gotcha. always see y'all always mm-hmm. for sure okay. we might not say it immediately yeah but it's probably because we're super busy yeah um, but yeah just be patient smile I mean if I see if I see someone being incredibly patient and then like smile I'm in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm going to make my way over there like as soon as I can. For sure. I mean, we obviously try to get everyone in order of them coming up to the bar. Yeah, right. But, you know, when you've got 45, 50 people walking in in, in two minutes, three minutes, yeah, uh, it's nearly impossible at keep one point track. to kind of keep track. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll tell you, if you're snapping at us or waving money at us, uh, it's a good way to drop to the bottom of that queue for orders. <laughs> and continue to keep dropping and dropping. Yeah. And it's yeah. hard because, like, when you're making complicated cocktails. Oh, yeah, we're not just, like, opening beers exactly. and pouring vodka sodas. You know, some of our drinks are you don't five, rush. six, seven ingredients. And you might be making six different cocktails that have three dashes of this and a quarter ounce of that and 0. .75 ounces of that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah, just be polite. Don't be an asshole. No, say please and thank you. So, sounds like a a good rule of thumb for life yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I'll say too. On the other end, um, there have been times where, and that's easily understood. Like, you don't you don't be snappy. They'll see you and they'll come to you. Although there are times too when you go into a bar, and this happens very rarely, but every now and then, it's like there's no acknowledgement of. Yeah, and, which it, and sucks. it goes on for a while, and not even a look at you. It's just like you know, so it's hard to tell. Like, mm-hmm. did they see me? You know, I'm right. not trying to be rude. I just want to know, did they see me? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah. then finally, you're like, hey, and they're like, I saw you. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, how the hell am I supposed to you know? Yeah. Right, right. No, I feel you on that. Um, I mean, if you don't think if you don't think a bartender sees you, I mean, just politely excuse me. We're like, hey, yeah. sir. Miss Sport, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. boss, <laughs> your boss. But uh, 
that's that'll drop you to li- the bottom of the list too. Right? Uh, I mean, it depends. <laughs> if you're fun but, about it, um, or just just move spots on the bar. You know, if it's not super busy, just yeah. slide over ten feet. Maybe they didn't see you. Yeah. And then you slide over that extra five, ten feet, whatever, and they're like, oh, catch that peripheral. Someone, someone's right over here. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. But sometimes bartenders are just pricks too. You know, it's let's be real. I mean, there's happens with with everything. You know, you can't. Not everyone's awesome. Or nice. <laughs> so, aside from Whistler's, then, if if there was another place that you had to go while you're not working, what what's what are some top spots or a spot that you like to check? out? Uh, I mean, it just pers- personal preference. My yeah. top, let's Person. see, my my top yeah. three. Uh, you're gonna find me drinking over at the Grackle, just down the road from Whistler's. It's a really badass dive bar. Um, if you guys like whiskey. They've easily got one of the better whiskey selections. I'd really? say top top three, top four best whiskey selections in town. The Grackle? With probably east? the best prices. Like, Is that far, farther east? or No, a little bit closer to downtown. Oh, it, so oh, wow. right, do you, you guys familiar with Zilker Brewing? Where Zilker yeah, yeah. Brewery is? We yeah. drank it's it last literally, week. Literally... <laughs> Literally yeah. right across right. the road oh, from right. from Zilker. Okay. Like you can nail them with a golf ball for we, sure. I, we featured them as our yeah brew last week. So the Grackle, one of my top three spots for sure, right across from your guests or what, what you were drinking last uh, last week, last yep. weekend, whatever. Uh, Nickel City, definitely top three favorite spot of mine. Um, super badass neighborhood bar, but really good cocktails. I want to say it's right on Eleventh Street, so it's a little cool. bit further east than Franklin's. Okay. It's the old Long Branch Inn. Um, Travis Tober and the guys from Via 313 and okay. a bar owner from Rainey. They're kind of partners in it. Sweet. So they've got a really awesome food truck, Delray Cafe. Behind Tommy Want Wingy. I think Tommy Want Wingy, best wings in, oh, in the city. But not not tr- not traditional. They're not exactly a traditional wing. Right. Um, Butterfly. I would go Nickel City. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The French cut or whatever, the French cut, whatever yeah. they call it. They were on our show and we tried the hottest one. It's and it was brutal. Oh, you tried yeah. it? Oh yeah, I've had it. Oh, it's rough. So hot. I was so pissed yeah. at myself, yeah. and I had like half of one. Yes. Um, oh. it's the real deal for sure. I don't, I don't go that hot, but I think best traditional wing, um, maybe Delray Cafe over at that Nickel. So, wow. Um, I need to go there. So Grackle, the Grackle Nickel City, definitely. Top two, obviously I'm biased, so I'd have to go. Uh, I'd have to go with. I'd have to go with Whistler's, but. Um, so you you do go when you're not working. I'll still yeah though. yeah I'll go. Okay. I mean not not always, but I'll still. And there's a really good food truck. There's the Tycoon. We got Eastside Kings Tycoon. They finally just added some new stuff to the menu for maybe the first time in like two years. Nice. So they've got some some new dishes on there. I want to say three to four new different deals. Thai places. Super spicy Thai food. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah, um, Eastside Kings like Thai food version oh. of their truck. They have a little like fried chicken dish. Yeah. Yep. Super that tasty. Is incredible. Looks good. Yeah. Um, waterfall pork. Spice. Oh yeah. Super spicy pork. but really really oh, tasty. Yeah. Mm. And the, the cabbage three ways is one that. You would never think to get, but cabbage two ways. I think. Two ways. Cabbage two ways. Yep. Oh, maybe I had rabbit three ways once. <laughs> you think about three ways? Got to spice it up a little bit. Yeah. Top top three, the Grackle, Nickel City, and Whistler's. All okay. just all over on the east side. Awesome. What's what's the ultimate? You're you're bartending there. You've been there five years. What's the ultimate goal here? Uh, opening up my own spot or spots. A uh, buddy of mine, 
uh, bartender buddy of mine. I, I don't know if you've met Brian or not, but does he work? He works there. He was he was at Whistler's for a while. He's over at Garage now. Um, Garage bar roommate, close homie of mine. Yeah, we eventually. I mean, maybe in the next five, maybe five to ten years, have have something of our own of some sort somewhere yeah. in Central Texas. Not sure That's where, awesome. but. So you're open then to moving moving around a bit if needed. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, San Marcos. Yeah. It's all going to be way different five years from now. Yes. But yes. yeah, depends. We've got we've got some ideas. Not really telling anyone about them, obviously. But cool. we definitely we definitely want to open up something. Ideally, if I had a spot open in the next five years, I'd be pretty pumped. But well, you should we'll listen see. to our last podcast because we were talking about five tips starting your business. We've all kind of started our own oh, businesses. Nice. So uh, and we collaborated nice. with. All of the previous business owners we've had on here, and that's and, awesome. Yeah, so you know that's awesome. That's really cool that you have a long-term vision, not just tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's kind of. I feel like it's necessary. Yeah. These days, at this point. What kind of theme would your bar be? Totally depends. Um, totally depends on the location. Mm. I mean, if we were to say let's do something in San Marcos, yeah. you know, it's going to be college, college style, oh, college yeah. bar. Right. Theme still don't still don't totally know. We're in Texas. It'd probably be something Texas related, sure. rustic and uh, farmhouse esque, something yeah. along those lines. But you know, if we were to open something in Austin, it might be a cocktail place. Definitely wouldn't be a college place. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Just depends. It's all dependent on location. People like to drink, so people love to drink, especially in Austin. Texas. If you build it, they will come. If you build it, Brett's. It. By the way, Brett is tatted up he's been working on these things for years wow. who's your tattoo artist give him a little shout uh, out main main homie is andres acosta in austin so, based in austin he's got a private studio uh he's just a world world class world famous tattooist these days super that. talented wow um yeah crazy 65 hours it looks on, really good on this bad boy wow and oh, uh, a lot more money than I care to admit, but <laughs> looking for a, a real solid world-class tattoo, he's yeah. the guy to see. We're so. looking at a full sleeve here, and I guess you could say, was that half sleeve-ish? Are you gonna, are you gonna full, fold that one up Full too? sleeve here, uh, kind of half-ish over here, probably at some point. Yeah, yeah I'll probably be covered. But the they're legs. expensive. Legs are done, one of them's done, half of it's done, I don't know, it's where just do you, a, Where do you get your fashion inspiration from? Oh God! Because you've got unique style. I, don't know. I thought I was walking into a rock and roll show, man. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I know it's a, it's a good question. It's just kind of Did evolved over, just evolved over the years. I know where. So Scottsdale. Scotts, Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Oh yeah. That's where it's from. <laughs> old Town Scottsdale. There you go. I don't know anything Tattoos. about Old Town Scottsdale. If you spend some time terrible. out there for a little it's bit, bit, it's pretty you'll, bad. You'll got, kind of get the reference, but <laughs> any any parting words? I mean, this is awesome. The the cocktail's incredible. I'm it's really just good. about done with mine, but I'm supposed to go to this, but now you're sure. ready. It might be a little tough for you. No, we might have to rip a shot of uh, of ruby red before we Maybe end this. Huh? Where can we um, <laughs> if we want to follow you on? Instagram or follow follow Whistlers on Instagram. Where can we find uh, it? Let's see. Whistlers, I believe, is uh, Whistlers ATX on Instagram. And mine's going to be my last name. So Essler3, E-S-L-E-R-3. Uh, give me a follow and you can kind of see some of my weird life yeah. through photos. Yeah. Sweet. So exciting. And, and Whistlers is spelled W-H-I-S. 
L-E-R-S. No T. No T. Sounds like there's a T. There's no T. So at Whistler's ATX. Cool. Well, folks, you know what time it is. It's Go time for, it, for the weekly brew. 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 <laughs> His favorite part all week, he it waits. Never, it never gets old. He waits for it. Um, Take us away. Well, we mentioned that the U.S. News and World Report yeah. came out with a ranking of best places to live. Right. For the second year in a row, guess where Austin landed? I'm going to have to guess. I'm the number one. Uno. Number one. Austin topped the list. Wow. And they're ranking the top 250 largest metro areas in the country. And they look at quality of life, job market, housing affordability, which you wouldn't think in Austin it'd be at the top for housing affordability because mm. it's it's tough here. Um, I guess not compared to a lot of cities around the country. Yeah. But they just came out with this list yesterday. So this is fresh, right. hot off the press. Um, quality of life is the biggest factor that they measure. Yeah. They, they look at available health care, crime rates, commute times, and how well residents fare physically, socially, and financially. So when you, yeah. I mean, we've, we've all been living here for quite some time now, and we haven't left yet. So it's uh, a good place to be. Okay. I mean, you got, you got all the industries. Of course, you have the nightlife. Um, you got tech. You have the universities. Health. I mean, people are health conscious here. It's awesome. Um, we talk about it every week, but it is a great place to live. And there are other hot cities, Denver, Colorado, Spain, Colorado Springs, Portland, San Francisco. <clears throat> so we topped all of those. Again, if you're listening, you don't live in Austin, you might need to make a move. Plan a trip and send us a message on Instagram, and we'll give you some tips on where to go. Give you some tips, and we'll send you to Whistler, and Brad will make you a... I don't know how true it is, but someone told me that the population here is supposed to double Whoa. by 20, 2022. Oh my gosh! Like, Double from what it incredible. is now to 2022. We're gonna hit a million soon. Because like I don't know if that's even possible. I don't think that's we possible. just we just hit a million. We just, I think. We a just million? made like the the top and we're ten. Get two million in three two years. What the heck? With like infrastructure supposed to be expanding by 15 percent. Well, like I said, who knows how we need accurate a big that was? But, of that, but yeah, we yeah. Get, I didn't think that was even possible. No. We get stats all the time, so it is hard to say what's the real thing, but we just know for sure that. It's not slowing down. Fifty people a day are moving here, net. So uh, it is, it's adding up quick. That's great. So, awesome. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to subscribe on iTunes. We'd love a five star rating, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX. And be sure to tune in next week. Stay hydrated, Austin. Adios. Cheers. Adios. Cheers, mate. Thank you.